Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. Yo, 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 you already know what it is, what it be, what it ain't, but what it really is. This is Psychedelic Chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want Podcast. This is a What's up, y'all? This is Lady Tasha, better known as the Duchess. And you already know, I'm rocking with the Misfits on a Who They Want Entertainment Podcast show. And don't forget, go and download everything Entertainment Expo app and get blocked in. Or bow down, bitches. Yo, 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 this is FP3 chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want Podcast. The one and only. Stay tuned. known podcast show that does everything and if they don't you're now tuning into the who they want podcast show i got my man 100 grand you already know podcaster of a for able podcast just dropped a really dope season three episode you know about mentally masking my man kyle e master editor what's going down people happy friday yes happy friday it's october the first fall season is here officially Kicking yeah. off. Guess I'm supposed to turn the comments on to be able to read. My cousin was good with my dog. I ain't heard from my dog in a long time. What's going on with Yogi? <laughs> turn hey, up for him one time. <laughs> this is Freestyle Friday where y'all know we recap our week of podcasting, mm-hmm. our weekend plans, and whatever is expected for the podcast for next week. And, you know, apparently we will be joined by Fat Girl Freestyle Kimberly Denise momentarily for the show program. And, you know, the Duchess may arrive and the Duchess may be on vacation this weekend. But one thing about it, the Duchess always supports us. Yes. Yes, it's definitely good to see you. I'm glad you tuned in. We've been having... A phenomenal week. We done had really what a con- iconic, incredible guest. We done interviewed. I'd say so. Yeah. Shout out to April Rose Gabrielli and Gabrielli. Miss Arrow Rose from last night's Arrow show. Rose. Really, like those. Those were like some very, you know, very, very cool interviews with some very cool people on their way to doing some incredible things, and. and 
happy that we were, you know, we were able to just have a chat with them and see where everything is going, you know? Absolutely, bro. Like, this week has been so inspiring, you know, from one podcaster to another. Like you say, when you make it your job and you love your job, you don't look at it from the job perspective. You just be looking like, okay, what can I do next to improve this, to do, you know, these interviews better? Who can I book that's got something different to bring to the table and all those nature? Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I was saying, I listened to, you know, your season three intro with the masking and, you know, your delivery on it was just incredible. You think so? Um, I really think I, so. I know. I, I appreciate it, dog. Um, at, when I reached out to people to you know, to possibly do that, like I got the I got the idea from a YouTube video. And I was like, mm. huh. That makes sense. Because usually I, you know, usually I bring somebody on who's had, you know, who's had a, a you know, story about, you know, a difference or adversity or anxiety or something like that. And after watching this particular YouTube video, it's just that somebody, something that somebody had mentioned. And I was like, I wonder what it would be like if I talked to somebody just about that topic. I wanted to just focus on one topic, right? Right. And, and I got a, you know, I got a few good um you know i got a few good responses some who did not get what i was saying because originally i just just approached it like anybody want to talk about the subject of of masking and they're like okay so what do you mean by that so i broke it down and after that they're like oh okay and others got it right away right so right you know so um shout out to mr clifton petty john um he was the he was the guest for you know for that episode he has some experience within himself he's a uh, uh, you know, he's a, a spiritual, he's a spiritual advisor. He's a life coach. And he, you know, him and I just had that great conversation. And it was just, um, you know, it, it, it made, it made me think about, you know, how we uh, present ourselves to, you know, to other people, because we're so afraid off the bat of being judged, you know, true. And then, you know, and then which he, he brought it up to me, like, it could also be a positive thing. The mask can also be a positive thing, you know? So, and you know me, I had to throw in my my superhero references and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it really, you know, the conversation flowed really well and I'm glad that he had, to, you know, had um, some, fu- you know, some fun with it. And he had, a, he had, a, he himself has a great story and an awesome platform. He's also a podcaster. It, it really just, it really just flowed well, man. It did. And, you know, y'all covered what I felt like nobody would traditionally talk about in a sense of that, because like you pointed out in the opening statement about we all wear the mask, you know, rather it's rather it's around family, your peers, whoever you're around, you wear a certain type of mask to fit into that crowd. And I was like, man, I was so mind blown. So I'm like, that makes total sense because we do it. Yeah, we and and we do it. We do it. And and with, with even not even realizing that we're doing it, and then there are times where we choose which mask to which mask to put on, like you know, like like us, Af- you know, like African Americans. Sometimes we have to put on a mask just to j- just to work, just to be. You know what I'm saying? And the stuff that's been going on lately, it's like nah. 
people are putting people are putting on those angry masks now. They're putting on those they're putting on those angry protective uh, masks right now. And ironically, we're arguing about putting on literal masks. You know, right. And then I thought about it again. I was like, hold on a second. I put this out right before, like right at the beginning of October. I put the, I, I I put this I put I put that out September 30th. It is now October 1st at the time is at the time is recording. And what are people looking forward to, or what are the, what are kids looking forward to? Of Halloween. course, Halloween. It's traditional. Like, that was not that was not the purpose. I that that was not done on purpose. But Dang. I'm like, okay, good timing. Even though that wasn't the exact message I was going for, but it worked. It worked. So, right. But you touched, y'all touched on some, you know, hard hitting points. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, Jay. Nah, Jay, Jay. Do you want to slide through, Jay? You Yo, wanna... What's up, Jay? How you doing? Jay, want to come to the table? Yeah, man. Hey, right. say no more. But I got a, I got a question for you. I got a question for you, bro. Since you, uh, since you listened to the episode and you thank you again for your support. Um, gotcha. so. So I put out on TikTok, and anybody wants to follow me on TikTok, it's Kyle Eric, thirty-two, thirty-three. So, if you were to describe your mask, your personal mask, what would it mm-hmm. look like? Oh man, that's a, that's a good question. Well, mine, I don't, mine would definitely be all over the place. Honestly, mm. it would be because it would be like tearful because of the emotions that i carry mm-hmm. and then you know it would just carry so many different shades because i'm a comedian of conversation so it'd be like a multi i guess a multi-conversational mass piece mm-hmm. dang that's a good mm-hmm. question no you got me really i guess when it all boils down is the mask you see when i get on camera <laughs> like i I see you as like, even though I've only known you for a short time, I see you as somebody, if you were to wear a mask, it would only be half of one, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that, you know, and that half would switch, would switch sides of your face from time to time, depending on your mood, you know, because I feel like what you're showing, what, you, what you've been showing me since we met, that's been you, right? Right. Absolutely. That, that's been you. But then sometimes when you're in a different, you know, when you're in a different setting and a different mood, you might have to turn on another part of that. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're trying to talk to, if you're trying to talk to somebody to get them on the show, you turn on the charm. If you're trying, if you're trying to do like a professional deal or whatever, you put your professional mask or hat or whatever on, you know what I'm saying? It's agreed. Just, and, and none of that is bad. I'm using that. I'm using that as a met as 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 metaphorically for something. No, but you make perfect sense. Yeah, you know, it's like it. It's just now I'm realizing that my you know that my mask, like I said in my podcast, it changes depending on what stage I'm in in my life, right? Right. So right now, I'm mostly you know like even though i have gone through struggles like if i were to have a like if i were to have like a abstract painting or something on my on my mask it would probably it would probably um you know it probably depict what my brain has gone through you know what i'm saying mm, the ups okay. and, you know like the ups and downs the ups and downs of life realizing 
my limits are with my CP and what I can actually accomplish regardless of the CP. It would all be represented in that, you know, in that mask. And then sometimes the, uh, that moment I feel when I get angry, when I see a, a like a like a factual TikTok video of something they didn't teach us back in school or stuff that's going right. on right now, it's like mm -hmm. it's a it's a it's a fight not to just jump through the screen sometimes in your phone like what you know absolutely it's, you know it's incredible but also but also one thing that also one thing that would always be that would always be on on the mask. A microphone. Ah, no. you get what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. bro. Speaking of microphones, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Who They Want Studios. Miss Kimberly Denise, Fat Girl Freestyle. <laughs> oh, hold on, guys. Can y'all hear me? We can hear you. We just. <laughs> All right, let me get my camera situation. How are y'all? It's so good to see y'all. Definitely see good to see you back. I am great. <laughs> I am so happy to be here. There I am. Hello. <laughs> I well, the wildflower so is back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy to be back with y'all. It's so wonderful to see y'all faces and hear your voices it is um definitely much needed mm. so thank you for having me tonight steady and kai yeah. mr yeah. barboza <laughs> i always feel like i have to mr barboza <laughs> you feel me gotta emphasize some extra like <laughs> right <laughs> So, Kimberly, have you heard the news? Have you been keeping up with the shows this past week? Um, I'm not be gonna honest. Lie. You can be honest. Be I, honest. I, not, I, will, I will take a peek just to kind of see some of the comments, just to know that things are going good and people are excited. So that that part I've been keeping up with. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, his big sister, uh, Lady Tasha, has decided to put them together a in Kyle's hand love dating show they on wanna, the podcast they try it. they, they want to try it. they're trying to put me on the spot because i wouldn't shut i guess i told a little too much about myself so they they want so they want to put me on the spot and I, I i guess try to set me up i think that's no. beautiful see that she agrees i think it would be i think it would be different it wouldn't be the first time someone tried to set me up, but it would be the first time friends tried to do it. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. let's see That's what it's getting for You know oh, what? Her. And then he put me on as a contestant, so now I've entered the rings of the I show. Know, so both of y'all are gonna have okay, okay, okay. Well, I thought you know, I thought about it. I thought about it. I was like, well, no, like number one. You know, I know, I know they're doing this all for fun, but I ain't the only one. I ain't the only one going through this, okay? And, and uh, number two, I realized that throughout the entire group, we're the only two single guys. So, uh. yeah, I thought about. It, I was like, we're the only single guys. Like, either everybody else has either is either they have gone through it already, so they have no interest, or, or in like Jay's case, Jay, you know, Jay's with. 
anybody. So it's like, there are only two single dudes, you know? So right. in, in this in this group, you know, in this collective, we're the only two single ones. So, hey, why not? And then, then, he, tell, then he tells me what he's after me. I just, I just want to try and, you know, find someone nice, maybe go out on like a date. He's, he's saying he's looking for something more and I can respect that. So it's like, hey, man, you know, we both, you know, do, we both do this because they're turning in, turning it into a whole production out of it. Like, absolutely. Asha describes it like flavor of love. And I'm like, no, it won't be like that. I'm not giving them. I think like, that's going to be great. I can't, I can't, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> it's a, this is going to be a, cue, uh, cue be the, the laughter, the giggling. Yeah. From uh, DJ Steady, are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, but yeah, this, this, this is gonna be interesting. I'm still surprised to myself that I even agreed to it, but yeah, I think we should do it like blind date style where like they have to keep their cameras off and then ask a bunch of questions. And when we figure mm-hmm. out who really piques our interest points, I think we should make I, it spicy like that or something. I think you know, I know, I think that uh. I think that I think that would work because then you get to learn a little bit about the you know their personality and their thought process instead of ju- instead of just seeing what they look like right off the bat. Right, know? I like that. I like that. Right. I think that's what I do. Yeah, I watch way too many dating shows. That's it's fine. I watch, I watch way too many freaking dating shows. I was watching Blind Date reruns just a few nights ago. My cousin sends me a my cousin sent me a link to a old to an old episode of Blind Date from the nineties and the early two thousands. And I'm like, yo, is that so and so? You know I am me looking up episodes of Cheaters on YouTube tonight. Cheaters? Oh yeah. Right. Oh. She went with cheaters. We was talking yeah. about dating cheaters. cheaters. I, I was talking I was talking about people just trying to meet people. You you talking about people that are breaking up their uh relationships, marriages, everything. But yeah. Right, right. So let's get into your world, Miss Kimberly Denise. What's going oh, on? No, I'm just, well, I don't really, I don't really get into dating shows. Okay. Nah, you get into you get into murder mystery podcasts, and I get into things. murder mystery podcasts. I get into <laughs> serial killers. I get into episodes of cheaters. I get into. <laughs> Yeah, because I just See, that's the other side of that coin. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's the other side of the coin. Um, I get into episodes of uh Love After Lockup sometimes. So, you know, hey, but dating shows because you're always on a dating show, you know, you're always gonna see the best of that person. You're looking right. at you know, they're representative because they want to present mm-hmm. that good. You know, to me, if I were to do a dating show, it would yep. be like some completely random thing. Like get a bus, you get your friend, like, okay, who are we going to, who your friends, for example, like, okay, I want this person to go on your dating show. Mm-hmm. I would get a bus and I would just randomly pick people up, like c- catch them completely off guard completely off guard it's like okay mm-hmm. boom you're on a dating show <laughs> just to kind of get that like wait what i'm what what are y'all doing like yeah your friends brought you here you're on a dating show boom and by the way we just caught the other people the candidates by surprise too so nobody knows this is happening we just gonna put y'all together bam here you go 
And then uh, Melissa Joan Hart had to come on uh, Instagram and other socials said, I'm impressed by this work, but there is no, there's no talks about them coming, you know, about them uh, revi revising Sabrina the Teenage Witch at all. Oh. Uh, you know, outside of that, uh, you know, outside of that, uh, that net, that Netflix show that they did that was based on the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That's about it. But people were really rallying behind the possibility of, uh, you know, of, of a Sabrina revival, and I'm like, I, you know, I, I was a little, um, I was a little, um, you know, not excited, but, but I was wondering about it myself, and I was like, what would that, what would that be like? Because, you know. Now she's you know now she's older and she has a kid and everything and Melissa Joan Hart has done I don't know how many sitcoms since you know right so, you know it it's 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 funny but oh man no but no also revive you know revivals that uh yeah I've told people like we're gonna we're gonna do a first impression on one on the new wonder on the new Wonder Years show and oh uh, yeah I saw that um coming to netflix I, I no longer have netflix and i'm, I'm yeah it's not on that it's not on netflix though um well, what is it on, on? it's on um network tv it's on abc and then you can watch it again on hulu oh maybe that's why I, where i saw it because i do have hulu but i, yeah. I am boycotting netflix but i do have hulu you're, oh you're man i was just gonna give a dope recommendation for a netflix movie you're you're boycotting netflix i'm boycotting netflix I've been boycotting okay. Netflix ever since they canceled She's Gotta Have It. Oh. Yeah. You know what? No, I, shoot, it's, it's, speaking of revivals and turning it into something, that was, that, it, it, shoot, that could have gone. It was a somewhere. good show. They should have kept it on. It was a good show. It really was. And I'm like, why is it no longer in existence yet shows like Kimmy Schmidt has several seasons. I mean I watched had, Kimmy Schmidt and yeah, it was, it was, four it was a fun show but they had to rush hmm? I don't know you know I so, I, I, I can't no can't explain it. Can't, whatever can't explain I, it. I, I, I would not be recommending you a great movie from the Netflix theater. No, listen, and I was going. Listen, I was gonna go back to Netflix because of that Idris Elba. The harder they fall, I'm like, ooh, yeah. black cast, black cast, black cast. Black but cast I saw a post today somebody made in a western. I saw yep. a post that somebody made about the woman playing stagecoach Mary, is a mm -hmm. light skinned black woman, thin. She's like not a representation of stagecoach Mary at all, and I'm like. Stagecoach Mary was a real person. Y'all couldn't find somebody physically that could have played that role. And I it just disturbed me because it's not like she's a fictional character. She was a real person. No. Y'all know what she mm -hmm. looked like. You didn't yeah. have to make it up. Why are you giving this role to a light-skinned woman who whose body type is not that of Stagecoach Mary either? And it just brought me back to the whole uh, Zoe Saldana playing um, Nina Simone thing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it just, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to support these types of things anymore because they're putting 
dark skinned black women and light skinned black women against each other mm -hmm. on shows like Real Housewives on mm -hmm. the Real Housewives mm -hmm. franchise. And to me, that's it just an extension of it. Would you say, Kyle? It continues this. I don't know how many right. different spinoffs and seasons of Real Housewives or whatever are out right. there. And, and no right. offense to anybody that likes those shows. I just can't. I can't. I, I don't get it. You know? It, it's just the angry black women thing for me. And then the light-skinned black women against the dark-skinned black women. It just furthers the narrative that dark skin is bad and light skin is good. And I don't like it. And I don't want to support anything that would even give people the idea that 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 is that that is true. And again, you know what Stagecoach Mary looks like. They have pictures mm -hmm. of her, and yet this is the woman that you put in her place. Yeah, right. And it's so does just, this mean that you're boycotting the Lion King? It started it all. It started it all. Now. Think about Listen, it. I haven't watched <laughs> The Lion King probably since it first came out. Wait, wait, wait. You know wait, what? Wait, wait. I don't like you anymore. I don't. <laughs> wait, 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 I have wait, not wait. seen the stage uh, production of The Lion King. I have not seen The Lion King reboot. I haven't watched none of that shit. Mm, now, the, one. The, uh, the, the stage play, I saw the stage play um, years ago. And it was it, it was honestly it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, the the re the the remake uh, the the realistic CGI remake. My sister and I tore that movie apart. Like we, mm -hmm. we did a whole two hour review on it on my podcast on the brain, and we tore it apart scene by scene. You know that was fun. Not because well, sorry I bought it up, people. You no, 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 no. No, I mean it's fine. But look, I, I was over Disney movies when my, my youngest son was, you know, he watched Nemo, Finding Nemo. He watched yep. Monsters, Inc. so much that I could tell you the entire movie without see, even looking see, at it. Like, I knew the line. That's how much he watched Monsters, Inc. as a child. And mm -hmm. when he got over that phase with Cars, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc., I'm like, I'm over it completely for the rest of my fucking life. So <laughs> absolutely, that well, was I'm an animation nerd, so that that's always <laughs> that's always been a part of my life. And they got a uh, they 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 did a, a spinoff show of Monsters and called Monsters at Work, right? Right. It picks, up, <laughs> it picks up right where the original movie left off, but this time you're introduced to brand new characters along with Mike and Sully. And they're the CEOs of Monsters Inc. now because of the whole life energy, not life energy, laugh energy they they uh -huh. um, discovered. So it goes with that. And a brand new kid who has to learn not to be a scarer because originally he went to Monsters Anniversary, uh, anniversary University to learn how to scare. But this time uh -huh. now they're like, oh no, we're going for laugh energy. So now he's trying to focus on being a um, he's trying to he's trying to focus on being a jokester. Uh, but he ends up being part of the uh, the maintenance team, and it goes it goes through that. And I'm like, I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did. It's a very it's a very innocent slice of life show, you know. And and I'm enjoying and I enjoyed it. But it only let it, it only they only did about ten episodes for season one. So mm. and it seriously picks up where where Monsters Inc. one 
left off. And it also gives a little more of, it it fills in some of the plot holes that I found in Monsters University. So once again, animation nerd and nerd, that's, that's my well, Kyle, Kyle is serious about his stuff. Now, um, of animated movie I will watch yeah. that I love mm-hmm. is A Bug's Life. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I love A Bug's Life. Now, I will. You redeemed I will, yourself. You redeemed yourself with that one. <laughs> I, will, I will get with A Bug's Life. Like Heimlich, mm-hmm. I love Heimlich. He is my favorite. Well, it's a close race between Heimlich and Francis. The ladybug. The ladybug. Right. Who's actually yeah. a guy. Yep. Being a ladybug automatically makes me a girl. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, people? We'll be right back after these short messages from my sponsor. <laughs> Almost that time again. You know, us against our dear old Uncle Sam. Don't take the IRS abuse this year. It's our money and we need it now. Why not start your own tax empire by using the help of your tax business genie? We are not only able to give you the knowledge to become a successful tax professional, but also the tools you need to run and manage a very profitable tax business. It's time to stop these generational curses and start generating generational wealth. Let us help you to help others. Your wish is our command. That was beautiful. <laughs> and welcome back to the Who They Want podcast show with the Misfits, Kyle, Eric, and Miss Kimberly Denise. And of course, me, Mr. Who They Want. Say they are. You ready? <laughs> yeah. That was no, that that uh, the the new that new version of the ad is per is perfect, by the way. Shout out to Dazzy. Like she that. did her own. She put her own advertisement together. <laughs> All right, Dazzy. That was wonderful. You did. Kudos to you. Yep. Absolutely. So y'all want to start your own tax business. Y'all need to enroll and get your tax genie software. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Dope. Yeah. Hmm. So right. how how is everything going, Kim? How's the how's the how's the writing? How's every how's everything going? I hear some good things. So, um, first of all, your recommendation was spot on, and I cannot thank you enough for that. Um, I am so incredibly happy to be working with my new editor, who has also put me in touch with someone who can do my audio book. And they're also working on a new logo for me to rebrand my business. So I'm happy, Kyle. I am happy as far as that goes, because there's one less thing I have to concern myself with. Um, And that's something that I told you before, I have been searching for for a very long time. So to know that I have it and I can have it long term makes me feel even better. I have not started writing yet. I do have some things that are kind of in the way that I have to take care of. And I'm I'm hoping to get that all done this weekend because I do have at least two books I would like to get out before uh, the end of the year, if Mm. possible. So, and then of course, um, relaunching the ones that my editor is working on. Mm. Um, 
family-wise, personal-wise, it's a lot happening. Um, a lot of emotional stuff, a lot of loss, mm. just changes. I won't, you know, get into that because I don't, I don't want to get emotional. But um, my perspective is changing a lot. Mm. I am really growing as a person, and I realize that, you know, grief, um, struggle, stress, happiness, um, good times family, friends, you know, all of these things play a significant part in that, in that growth and in that change of uh, perspective. So something that I am going to be doing before the year is over with, I'm going to take a couple of extended road trips to see some things and some places because I just feel like, what am I waiting for? Mm. What am I waiting for? What are any of us waiting for, honestly, to do things that make us happy, mm. to to explore and experience life? And I think people limit themselves when they feel like they have to have a lot of money, they have to be in a certain position, they have to have this, they have to have that. And so that I say, please stop limiting yourself. Mm -hmm. Stop closing a door on something that you want to do or something that you want to experience there's always a way to do something always mm. make it happen and something i've been telling my friends a lot of lately is change the way you think and change the way you speak to yourself because we limit ourselves with our language and our thoughts so and I, you know, I still do it too from time to time. And I, but I, I'm catching myself more so now to where I can say, wait a minute, fix that, fix that. And the elevation is happening. So in spite of all of the hard things that are happening, mm -hmm. the elevation is still happening. And it's happening so quickly at this point. And I told someone the other day, I told him, I said, you know, there's a natural order to this existence. There's a mm -hmm. natural order to life. There's a natural order to the universe. Mm -hmm. And I said, I think the reason the world has been in such chaos for the last couple of years is because things that were supposed to happen didn't happen. And things that weren't supposed to happen did happen. I said, maybe it's the powers that be that are changing things without our knowledge. They're messing with things that they shouldn't be messing with. You know, all of this stuff is happening and it's making the universe kind of go crazy, but mm -hmm. the universe is going to return the natural order, regardless of what we as humans try to do. The universe is gonna restore natural order one way or the other. And I personally, that's my personal opinion. And that's why I feel like things have been so strange and why things feel so different and why certain things are happening because the natural order is once again, trying to come back into control and I'm, it's going to happen, but it's going to cause a lot of friction with a lot of things in the universe. But by the same token, it's going to be a very good thing. It's going to be mm -hmm. a very, very good thing. 
So that's where I've been the last few weeks. Um, but overall, I can say that I'm good where I'm at. Okay. And I've just, I've been very, I've been in a place of allowing and I've been in a place of acceptance. And I'm like, whatever happens, universe, God, whatever higher power, here I am. And I'm just going to flow with it. And I won't mm -hmm. let anybody disturb my peace. I won't let anyone come in and make me anxious. I won't mm -hmm. let anyone come in and just kind of take me off of my path. I nip it in the bud. I've started nipping it in the bud before it even happens. I'm like, nope, ah! nope, boom, nope, not at all. I love it. I love this newfound energy, this rejuvenation <laughs> that you're going to put yeah. yourself through. You know what I'm saying? You needed that time off because you came you back. Will, yeah. See, that's why I created the whole term of you being this wildflower. Because once you close up and you get it together and you want to have your season to bloom, you come back with a vengeance. I like that. <laughs> yep. And I appreciate you allowing me that, that space to do that. Because, you know, sometimes it is very overwhelming. And I've, you know, through this process, through everything that has happened, it's changed my perspective on grief. It has changed my perspective on how how we as as people from one human being to another, how we tell people how to do things, how yeah. to grieve, how to live, how to raise their children, how to love, how to work, all of these things we try to tell each other. And a lot of times it is well-intentioned, but it's none of your business. Quite honestly. Mm -hmm. So when you tell a person, oh, you're still grieving? It's been such a long time. You're not over that. You can't tell a person how to grieve or how long to grieve because guess what? When a person is gone, they are gone from your life and a space exists there that will never ever be filled again. And grief, grief takes up space in your life. You never get over it. And it's not like you get used to it being there. It's just there. Yeah. And you function with it the best way you can every single day. When, when you are dealing with something, you can't tell a person, oh, you need to do this, 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 this. I was just having a conversation with another friend of mine. We were talking about October being Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And mm -hmm. through my own experience, I learned to stop telling people, just leave. Because it's not that easy. People love to say, oh, just leave. Just leave. How you going to stay and let a person beat on you? How you going to stay and let a person do that to you? It's yeah, not like it's that easy. Like like exactly how it's not that easy when you are in a and, and i've only like i only have a little bit of experience in this and i actually mm -hmm. got an apology like mine mm -hmm. mine was mostly you know mine was mostly uh mental didn't realize mm -hmm. it at the time but 
I've known people abuse. that have been abuse. You know, yeah. I have been in the, you know, I have I have known people that have been in the mental and physical part of it. And it was not, it was not easy. There was a lot of, there was a lot of, there was a lot of factors. Either they didn't see it for themselves first mm -hmm. or they had other, you know, they had other family members telling them, okay, just do this for the, you know, do this for the kid or do, or, or, or like try and get, you know, try and get them some help or, you know, it's, you know, it's like, it, it's, it's just, you can't always say, just leave because it's only easy for some, you know, for, you know, for the people that are not in it to say it, you know, and then other times, other times, you know, people, they will leave and then they'll give so-and-so another chance mm -hmm. and they end up repeating and then they end up repeating history. And that's, and, and that unfortunately is a, is a, is a part of it as well. So it's like, okay, yeah, you could, but will you really like it's that's 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 another that's another thing. I never want to hear anybody say that I made someone do something they, they never wanted to do or anything like that. That's also something that makes me, you know, something that makes me anxious. But when I was with my, you know, when I was with my ex, we would have our, you know, our share of arguments and stuff, but she knew how to push buttons, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. She knew how to push buttons and then um, after talking about her, you know, talking about it with her after our stage of resentment and stuff was over and we actually put everything out on the table. She told me like, I'm sorry for mentally abusing you. And I'm like, what do you mean? Wow. Did she get therapy, pal? Is that how that came out? Or? I think so. Um, at the time she was seeking, you know, she was seeking therapy. A lot of stuff had happened to her since, you know, and her and I became good friends. We became really good friends. And mm. we talked about our relationship and we talked and we and we just put everything out on the table, including yelling. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> and she said, I'm sorry for me. I'm like, what are you? And then I, rem you know, and then I remember there were things that she would say and, you know, and do around me. She was the type of person that if she was feeling some type of way, she wanted everybody to feel that way, mm -hmm. you know, at the time. And I didn't see it. Like I saw it, but I didn't see how it was affecting me. Cause mm -hmm. I'm over the phone. Like what like like I didn't think of it that way. Like everybody else was in the thick of it. I'm over I'm over here three hours away over the phone. Not thinking that her yelling, screaming at her at her family and you know, and trying to, you know, and lightly making jokes about me going out with my friends and saying, Oh, I'm here, they're there, you should be talking. I didn't see that way yeah so but i you know we talked about it and she apologized and she apologized and we became best friends after that wow you know? yeah wow and she had been to her own share of abuse too and it's like where does the cycle end you know you know it's it's uh and, and i know there are i don't want to like like really that's just that's my story you know other other you know other people's stories may be you know maybe different but the point is sometimes you can't just get you know say uh let, get out of it why do you why are you staying blah 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 because they might not even know anymore right 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 you know? that's true Kyle. wow that you got an apology that's that's incredible but what's even better about that is that she recognized it 
for herself mm-hmm. and got help for it, most likely, mm-hmm. which is great because then you break you break that chain, you break that cycle. And you know, domestic violence is something that it hits a chord with me because I remember years ago in 2005, this was before Hurricane Katrina, mm. there was a young lady on Cambron Street. I still remember the street. Mm-hmm. She, and it was reported in the paper, and I, I clipped the article and I carried that, that article in my purse. In fact, it was in my purse when Hurricane Katrina hit, and that's how I lost it. But she lived on Cambron Street. And the article went on to say how she was having an issue with an ex. He was stalking her. He was he would go into break into her house when she wasn't home or while she was sleeping, he would break in. She had been going to the police trying to get help, going to the courts to get help. You know, there was a protective order, et cetera, et cetera. But the police kept telling her they couldn't do anything. And finally, one day, he knocked on her door. It was about 7, 7.30 in the morning. And he shot her seven times in the face and killed her. Mm -hmm. And he had a a previous ex-girlfriend that ended up dead, but that case was never solved. So I wonder why. Right. There was another lady, and this happened a couple of years ago in St. Bernard Parish. Her ex-husband attacked her on the front lawn in the early morning with an ax in front of her mother and in front of kids on the bus going to school and killed her. And her name was Kimberly. And those two stories stick with me because, and I'm not exactly sure why, but I've had my own experience. And I, you know, the fear that I had in those moments mm-hmm. was paralyzing. And when I finally did get the strength to say something, you know, it was because of that, that voice in my head that urged me forward. You have to do this or you're going to die, basically. Right. So I'm a big advocate for protecting yourself. If your partner is violent towards you, if they are making threats, please protect yourself. If you are in a situation where you feel like you can't leave for whatever reason, you know, this is where you have to lean on whatever support system you may have whatever that may be, Absolutely. but tell somebody something, say something to somebody. You're not doing anything wrong. You don't have anything to be ashamed of. And that's, that's my thing too. People want to shame victims, whether they are male or female or however they identify. People want to shame victims in, in circumstances of domestic violence. Right. Mm-hmm. Another reason why people don't speak up. There are women who are violent towards their male partners, but people laugh and say, how can a woman abuse a man? That's crazy, but it happens every Mm -hmm. 
single day. They must never seen that movie Misery. Right. <laughs> right. Ooh, I'm laughing, but at the same time, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, look at what Kyle experienced. That was mental abuse. Exactly. It's still, it's still, it still counts. It still counts. So exactly. it's just this whole thing, but I'm I'm definitely going to call attention to it on my platforms, um, on my social media. Mm -hmm. And for all of the people who are close to me who have experienced it and who are still living with that trauma, for all of the people who did not have a chance to have their voices heard and for people who are currently experiencing it is something that we definitely have to talk about for sure yeah absolutely yeah and um oh no go ahead i was just gonna touch on piggyback real quick on what she's saying and if you yeah. feel like the need y'all want to disclose this thing and be private again you can always email us at or, you know, at who they want podcast at gmail.com. You can put a specific host that you would like to, you know, answer the question, rather it be, you know, Kimberly, Kyle, myself, you know, Tosh, whoever you prefer to disclose this information with. We're always open to help. Yes. That's what who they want network is all about, you know, is being able to give some entertainment, be comedy be you know whoever we want to be it's what who they want's about but it's also about being you know people as well because we know what it's like so yeah yeah and yep. i have a um i have a friend who's also a, who's also a, a client of mine i edit her um her podcast for her and it's uh it's called self-discovery right mm -hmm. oh wow and she talks about um she she helps you know, she helps victim of uh, victims of abuse, whatever the type may be. She helps them get back on their feet. That's been, you know, that's that's one of her uh, that you know that's one of her uh, jobs, and she's also a victim herself. So when she's talking about, you know, she, when she's talking about it on her podcast, she's giving you like, she's she's giving you like instructions on signs to 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 uh, to look out for, to uh, you know, and how to seek help. And things of that nature when she first approached me with this originally she was just trying to edit her you know edit her podcast using a certain program and then i told her i'd help her when she sent me that first episode it it hit me hard because i was not expecting it and at the same time i didn't know like her and i we had known each other for years but i didn't know what we only knew each other through work right so I didn't really know. I didn't really get to know her on that personal of a level. So when she had me edit her podcast, and now I've been editing. And now she's up to about, I, I believe, seven. Yeah, about seven, almost eight episodes. And each one talks about different types of abuse hmm. and what to watch out for and how to help a person or yourself if you are going if you are going through it. She wants people that have been through it or that know someone that's been through it know what you know know what to do from the you know from the perspective of somebody who's also been through it you know and that hit me like every other week she sends me a new file and it just like no 
seriously because I don't think because because yeah I, I I think about it I've talked about it with you know I've talked about it with friends and I've had a little bit of it my you know I've had I've gone through a little bit of it myself but the degree in which it can happen to the point where either somebody's thinking about committing heinous acts it could be murder it could be anything that it that, that kind of that really gets to me and like remember when we were talking about the uh the um the infamously famous uh like serial killers and and, and things like that yeah right and i asked what drives someone to do that and then i had to step back for a minute and i remembered that there have been acts of violence committed by people that do not have a history of violence mm-hmm. it just happens and then it goes back to what you were what you were saying, you never really 100% know a person because anything can just drop, anything can just change on a dime. Absolutely. And, that, and that's the, un, and, and that's the unfortunate truth. I, you know, I love my family. I love my chosen family. I, you know, you know, but anybody's capable of anything, you know? So, it's 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 just a it's a world it, it might be a whirlwind in their head by the time they get you know by the time something happens but there's always help out there but one thing I but one thing I I, I wanted to and I'm not trying to say this just because I'm a guy but it ha- but it has to be said this whole um uh, you're a guy you should know how to defend yourself thing that don't matter. That don't matter because people know how to manipulate guy, girl, whatever you want to call yourself. If, if, if people if people know enough about a person, they know how to how to manipulate them into doing stuff that they'd rather not do. True, true story. You know, or one day they could just be depressed, and the next thing you know, everybody's paying for it. You know, it's but it makes you think about it makes you just think about the human mind. Period. You know. Absolutely. It's yeah. very fragile. Very fragile. Especially yeah. mine. Mine's is loose egg fragile. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but this is why you do this. Exactly my point. You know? <laughs> so like with that being said, what what's up? What you got on your mind? Everybody's got something. Everybody's got something. So yeah. exactly. a couple of loose screws, couple, you know, a oh, couple exactly. of birds that flew out the nest. Exactly. You know what that means? That's cuckoo for those who didn't understand that reference. <laughs> so we're gonna take another quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> this amazing podcast is sponsored by Care Time Scrubs, nurse-owned and operated, providing scrubs to essential workers and workers who feel more comfortable with scrubs. You can purchase yours. Yes, yours at www.caretimescrubs.com that's www.caretimescrubs.com can't wait for your order Elevated your craft when you can run two commercial segments in a podcast. I think that was wonderful. Oh my god, that is so wonderful! 
Yeah, see, you, you took some time to get yourself together, and I took some time to get creative and expand the gifts mm-hmm. of the podcast. Shout out to Kyle Eric again for his mastermind of putting together the visions. All I got, all I, all you got to do is give this young man your vision on what you want done, and he presents it perfectly. Well, also yeah. shouts out to the also shouts out to the voice behind that right there. Um, it's Bianca Bish. You can follow her on Instagram. That's my dog. She real yeah. sweet, real cool. Came through man, on the die. You did. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. That's beautiful, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you invited me to hop on tonight, Steady. I like how you said that, like as if you're not a misfit member anymore. So, well, no, 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 because I just wasn't sure and i know i said i wanted to um get back started on the first fresh month fresh yeah you know look you had a lot going you had a lot going on what i keep trying to tell her well i mean i try not i I try my best to not let things deter me from my dreams and my goal but i realize that sometimes life is calling your attention Yep. Life is calling your attention and I just, you know, I don't want to get emotional. So let me just. Nope, nope, nope. You not. Because then I might get emotional and I might cry on my own podcast. And ain't never seen me shit yeah. on the show. I'm already oh, okay. an emotional but, guy, so. Exactly. You don't want us to get all emotional, Kimberly. Hey, but we here for you. I don't want to. Um, I'm a fool. I need to get some counseling after this week. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I'm checking into my own rehab. Why? Because I am a counselor. <laughs> so now you're going to have who they want um, counseling who they, Absolutely. Who they, they know I am your personal psychiatrist, your counselor, rather it be relationships. That's my specialty, even though I'm single. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the list go all. Mm-hmm. But you've been through it. You have some. You have some experience, you know. I have a lot of experience, which we yeah, will not do. disclose tonight during this segment. Right, right, exactly. Y'all are too much. See that every time Kimberly get on, you get the side of me that's just a straight goofball. Like she brings out this crazy energy of me. I like how we all got different chemistry balances yep. here. Like we yeah. know how to be certain egos when certain members are on, and then <laughs> you can tell the difference because when Tasha's on, you get the utmost just resilient just straight respect sit up straight nothing <laughs> you also get some comedy but it's not the same yeah but we all put on we all put on different masks man you like, see you know? how we do it like we always do it like we be all about business when Sasha come on and then we get real serious when Kimberly come on and then when Jay come on we just a bunch of just fools and then when Daz is on it's just us we just all over the place when it comes to misfits that's why it's called Misfits, because I tell you, we a miss. Who came up with it? Kim, was it you? Yep, that was the idea. We're going to go that on was, put it yeah. there first. It started as the Misfits and it just stuck. Yeah. I guess, Kyle. I don't know. I think that oh, was, now I you think don't know. I think we have that on record, actually. <laughs> Listen, baby, I barely remember what happened this morning. You know what? Oh, okay. I'm you know at that place. Right now, I'm gonna need you to do better. Okay, I'm working on it. You ain't got no choice. 
But my my short term memory storage, the space is running very low. Let me just say that. Um, it's time for you to change that card out and place a new one in, ma'am. I need to order you one. I need to order you one. You just say the word, and I will order you one. Please. But I thank y'all for having me. I'm um. I'm gonna make my exit if y'all don't mind. That's okay. I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm uh feeling a little. If it was me, you can tell me it was me. Same, same, same. No, 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 no. I just um I just don't want to get on here oh, and cry and be who they want for. This is why we yeah. really um. I just that's okay. Take your time. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> uh, it's just processing a lot of emotions day by day by day by day by day. Mm-hmm. And uh some days are easier than others and some days not so much and then um sometimes things just kind of come up and it's just a lot of loss Mm -hmm. and i know i'm not the only person that's experienced it but it's, it's just been a lot of loss for my family over the last couple of years and it's overwhelming in a lot of aspects uh and i I just think there's so many of us that are going through it you know everybody's going through it we just how do you process it? Because you've never experienced stuff like of this magnitude before. Mm. You know, how do you process right. it? I you mean, don't everybody know. has different methods, I guess. But you know, you're right. There's no guaranteed rule book on how to, you know, really, really deal with it mentally. Because yeah. you can tell a person, I'm there for you, I care for you, you're gonna be okay. But you, to that person, those words is sometimes just roll off like you know what i'm saying so it's okay it's okay for you to be emotional right now it's okay to feel the hurt the pain because we all deal with it you know that's what being human is all about you know we're gonna ride the wave with you don't feel bad you ain't doing nothing to hurt nobody yeah you take you take how much whatever time you need i mean i needed this tonight with y'all i did i needed this to just feel normal whatever that is <laughs> yeah whatever that is mm-hmm. so i needed i needed this for sure but i i'm going to let y'all finish <laughs> i'm going to let y'all finish on a high note <laughs> but uh I want to thank y'all so much again for letting me join y'all tonight and just it makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel better. I promise you it does. 
And I appreciate y'all so much. And I love y'all so much. And thank y'all for always being so welcoming and so understanding because it is very much so needed. <laughs> it is very much so needed. So thank y'all. <clears throat> I appreciate it. <clears throat> so um, everybody who's listening and watching, I'm, you know, this is, you know, just what it is Take for time. Right Take your time. It's all not, love. You know, I'm not, I mean, I'm not ashamed of it or anything because I'm. I wish you would be. I come to whatever part of New Orleans, Louisiana you in. I ain't scared. <laughs> I might be scared of certain streets, but I ain't scared to come find you. <laughs> but I love y'all very much. We love you too. Thank y'all. And I will, um, I'm going to see y'all again soon. I'll be back soon. All right. We'll keep your seat warm for you. Thank y'all. I appreciate it. I, I promise y'all I'm coming with my best. So... Thank y'all very much. I love y'all. Love you too. We love you too, love. Good night. I'll talk to y'all soon. Good night. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. Wow. That was a, oh. That Man. was uh no, that was beautiful. I um I had no idea that this month was also the uh, domestic violence awareness month. Right, and as well as Breast Cancer Awareness Month as well. And as well as I, that, that I knew, yeah, Breast Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, uh, it's uh, it, 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 actually there's a few there's a few um, specific things in in uh, in October, and it's uh, those things really sneak up on you, don't they? They do, bro. Absolutely. So. Um, Real quick, though, no, not to stray away from this emotional period real quick, but next week we have some more exciting guests coming on the platform. You can look forward to that, of course. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Miss Jackie Love. She's been honored this weekend, her along with her brother, DJ Kid Capri. They're doing yeah. a big thing. So Lady Tasha will be on the scene at that event this weekend. It's going to be epic, <laughs> you know. Um, y'all can make sure y'all check out A for Able podcast with my man Kyle E. He got some yeah. really dope content coming forth, and um, mm -hmm. absolutely, um, on the brain as well. I don't know if you're still picking up on on the brain or not. Oh, we still, no, we still picking up on on the brain. You and I got some collabs coming up, and we got you know, I got other you know, I got other news and stuff coming up. That's mostly been it's mostly been me in the lab looking at some nerdy news and stuff like that and um, also doing stuff for you know for a for able then if anybody out there needs uh some editing jobs done or some ideas for content hit me up so and definitely doing more stuff with uh with who they want so it's been a is 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 it's been a blast just it's just been a blast getting ready to do all this stuff again and uh i couldn't be happier uh, hey man to that bro i'm on board for anything and everything at this point you dig mm -hmm. so with that being said ladies and gentlemen we're gonna call it a night on this podcast network and we'll we'll i'll probably drop some content 
maybe Sunday. I don't quote me on it. <laughs> but just know when another Who They Want episode is coming, I'll be the first to let you listeners and viewers know. You dig? Good night, oh, yeah, guys. You to get blocked in for those who are not blocked in yet. <laughs> you feel me? You feel yeah. me, avid supporter? Shout out to the block, everything entertainment expo. Download the app and all app stores free of charge, you know, owned by the Duchess Lady Tasha, of course. So mm-hmm. we support it all the way 100. You know, we live on there too. Shout out to Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Daily Motion, and LinkedIn. But definitely shout out to the block more than anything. And mm-hmm. that concludes our podcast tonight. I'm right now, I, right, I, on the air, I, right now, I, it's to the point where I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get up there Thanksgiving so that I can come see you, you know what I'm saying? But no, I don't, even know, if I'm go, I don't right. even know, I, I don't even know if they're going to let me leave the building once I get there. That's how bad it is. I'm living day by day right now. Oh, that sounds, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yes. I, Right, right, you don't, what's her name, Kelly? What's her name? That shit is still going on. Yo, I'm talking about the run. All right, what I'm saying, see, sit like this wheels me in, bro, because it's like, all right, I'm sitting in here. I'm sitting in here. All of these wasted years going by, right? Yo, what they blocked right, listen, me. Listen, listen, I couldn't listen, even listen, fucking listen, come to the trial. Because I didn't think we need to let you come up here, man. I tried to talk about that. that. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. We, like I said, we could talk at, a, at another time. Yeah. We got the particulars. If we could, you know, if we could go on on the air with certain things. You know what I'm saying? But not, yeah. not, not right now, right? So, um, you know, we talk as men first, you know? Yeah. Right, but anyway, um, I'm talking about me sitting here with all these years and, well, I'm not wasting it, but, you know, I'm not out there. I'm not doing it. I'm not living to my potential. I'm, 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 not, I'm not able to live to my potential because I'm, I'm, I'm in restraints, right? All right. So I'm sitting here with all this time, wishing I just had a shot out to do good, right? To, 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 to you know, make a, make a nice living, you know, create some things and, and, and have something for the kids and the kids' kids and so on and so forth, right? I think you should look at my situation and have an epiphany sometime. I don't know when. Uh, hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully hopefully now after this conversation and have an epiphany in city yourself. What am I doing? I'm wasting life. So we went right now. That means we waste the life together, right? Not really. Not really. Not really. Because so one of us got to live. I can't. Huh? I don't see it like that. You know why? Because you are in a better fucking position than a lot of people. I believe that that's free will. That's who you are more free than I am right now. I'm not here to 
I'm not sure. The whole thing is, is your bro. I get up. I, I don't change my whole program, son. I go to sleep at night, my nigga. I, I don't watch and see the day. Just been times when I used to, I never, I wouldn't go to sleep for a week, two weeks. You remember them days? You know what I'm saying? I, I go to work now. You know what I'm saying? I go, I, I earn a check. You dig what I'm saying? I pay taxes. I get income tax. I, for a long time, I'm never even receive a motherfucking income tax check. All right, you know so, 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 so something with a raise. Something, something with a straight. I mean, it's, it's just this. Because, because I you say, you say that in one breath, but at the same time, because it might not be the to build it. So, something went wrong. It's fair. Well, you know, what it was is that I dedicated my life to the streets a long time ago, and I can't shake that shit. You know what I'm saying? I got to shake the streets. You know what I'm saying? I love the street. I roam the street. I know the street. And I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. It wasn't not me on air. You know what I'm saying? Because you got niggas out there that's posing, though. They don't know nothing about the goddamn street. And they out there playing. You know what I'm saying? I don't survive. I don't made it. I don't, I don't made it. You know what I'm saying? So I, niggas that I've been ran with is dead, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? My, my, niggas is out. Niggas is, is lost. Niggas is dead and lost. I made it. You know what I'm saying? I made it out the hood. You know what I'm saying? I made it. I'm still alive. You know what I'm saying? I'm God's will. I see 60. You know what I'm saying? I've seen niggas get killed on the boulevard. I, you know what I'm saying? Niggas OD. You know what I'm saying? So guess what? Though right now, you know, you know what I mean? I, I'm, 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 I'm taking my, 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 my shit through a process. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be a regular person. I'm not trying to be this icon. You, you dig what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a king. You know what I'm saying? If I can teach, I would like you know, to. But Ronald, 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 let me interrupt here. See, you said you just want to be a regular person. You're not trying to be an icon. Be Listen, you, you said you're not trying to be an icon and you're not trying to be a king. Okay? That does not apply to you. The moment you decided to be a father... That attitude does never apply to you no more. Do you understand this? You, yes, the moment you yes. decide to be a father, you had no choice but to try to be an icon and try to be a king in your kids' eyes. Well, you know what, you know what, what it was is, is that because I, who I, was you I, raised I by? I started my fatherhood on the wrong on, on the wrong mentality. You did, you did, and it, it, it wasn't your fault because you was young, but. As you got older, you got to look from where you came from and look at the example that you had. Look at your father. The whole thing is that, you know what I'm saying, I was already lost by that time because the streets had me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You can really get lost in them streets, and I did. You can, yeah, you can. You can. I loved them. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't live without the streets. But the thing about it, you are intelligent enough to know that that was the issue. You got lost in the streets, so you are more intelligent to know that you can re you control that and you can fix it and 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 reverse that whole situation. You do understand this, right? Yeah. You know it's funny. You know it's funny because like you taught me everything about the street. No, it's just real. And Uncle D taught me about life. I mean, you taught me life lessons too in your own way, but you get when I you get the gist of what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, that was crazy. So I got it from both ends, both angles. So that's why I would try my best to to, to, to apply business shit to the streets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going, you know, you, you know, you know, like, uh, you know, you know, the, the engine, the engine that just keep on going, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> well, or the machine. But that's what we, we had. Yeah, 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 right. 
Talk about that offline. Okay, but yo, yo listen to what I'm saying. And, and, and two, yo, I, I dedicated my life to the street when I was 13, 14, 15, and and, and it was the wrong thing to do. I had no defense. You dig know what I'm saying? I, I had no fucking defense. You dig know what I'm saying? You know, when 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 I was 14 years old, you know what I mean? I I, I was doing lines. You dig know what I'm saying? That was a fucking so, so, thing. So, so, you also established you also established that it was it was then, in conformity, right? And then and then and then that the, then then they took that whole bullshit, you know what I'm saying, 1981, 82, when when that when, when you was born, you know what I'm saying, eighty three, that, that record uh, uh the message came out. It, it, it just things just got really dark. Yeah, no, it was after that. After that, it, it just got really dark out there. You dig know what I'm saying? All because that that solidified, that solidified that the, that the work was in the air. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and and see, the whole thing is that we did not know. And this is what what happens is that you have not when you don't have knowledge of things. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah, very right, right. Your grandfather knew. You dig know what I'm saying? See, because you know what he went through? He went through that Bumpy Johnson era. You, you dig know right. what I'm saying? So, 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 so what happened was that, yo, bro, what happened was that these fucking five families, you know what I'm saying? These niggas was up there having wars with each other to see how they, who was going to be the one that could kill the blacks with, 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 with yeah. the, the best. You dig know what I'm saying? And, 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 and he told me that shit every day. You dig what I'm saying? He told me that shit every day, and I did not fucking take heed to it. You know what I'm saying? Because all I seen was was the AJ Lester, the British Walkers, the Adidas. You dig what I'm saying? The, the, the you know you know what I mean? You know niggas in the hood. <laughs> yo, the crew, yo, we, the crew we had when you was yo, we had an elite fucking crew. We yo, we owned that fucking boulevard. We owned 231 Park. We you know what I'm saying? Niggas was not stepping to us. But Ronald, what I feel, I, what I, what I'm confused on, you said all you seen was the AG, AG Lester's, the Adidas, all this material stuff. But our parents afforded us all of that and more. Well, see, that's the whole thing. That's how powerful right. the street was. That's how that's how powerful the street was because I didn't even have to do this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I wanted to do this shit so because I didn't even want none of their money until I got in trouble. Disgusting. Yeah. That's how powerful the streets was. You know what I'm saying? Again, you form a habit on top of that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, it was nasty. Yo, yeah. You know what I mean? The street, yo, I dedicated my life to the street. 
You know what I'm saying? I didn't even want to be a ball player no more. I didn't want to fucking be a doctor or none of that stuff. I wanted to be a fucking hustler. I ain't gonna wrote an essay about that in school. You know, he said write an essay about what you want to do. I said, yo, I'm gonna be a hustler. 15, 14, 16 years old. And that's what I was doing. Yo, 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 you know what else? Yo, y'all remember when I was in the first grade? I was in this league class and I had wrote a, a, a short story and I was in the newspaper. Y'all remember that? Oh shit! I think so. Yeah. Grandma, grandma had the newspaper clipping and all that. Yeah. 